Do you love the idea of personal growth, but find the practice of it exhausting? We get it. We're Brandon and Megan Giggling, growth coaches with the mission to put the personal back in personal growth. If you want a new way of growing into the next version of you without the frustration, guilt, and overwhelm, you're in the right place. It's time to rethink your growth journey and make it into something that works for you. You in? Welcome to Growth Reframed. Hey friends, welcome back to Growth Reframed. Today we are going to dig into some feelings. Feelings, beautiful feelings. Is there a song? Because Brandon's, I think, making up some stuff over there. I think there is a song, but I don't think that's what it is exactly. (laughs) Yeah, we were talking about getting ready to hit record here and Meg was saying, is there a song about feelings? And I think there's a song that's like, feelings, beautiful feelings. I don't know. Maybe not. We'll Google this afterwards. (laughs) But no, today we're going to talk about feelings, emotions, the whole array of the human experience and feeling all the different things that we feel on any given day. And we're in a unique spot right now because our kids just started school today and our son just started kindergarten for the first day. So we just dropped them both off. So all the parenting feelings are there. But yeah, I want to just get into that and kind of discuss that today. And so let's go. Yeah. First of all, I'm I'm probably like an atypical mother in that I don't generally get weepy about these types of things. I mean, I have my feelings and, you know, I'll get a little bit teary-eyed at some parts of parenthood, but I don't think I cried when we dropped our daughter off to kindergarten. I don't think I cried then. And I didn't cry today. So, you know, I definitely have the feelings, but maybe not like an outward thing. Anyway. Just wanted to pop that in there because it's so interesting because there are a bunch of people that are there, you know, the moms and the dads just getting all weepy. And I just think that like they're allowed to be all weepy and I'm allowed not to be all weepy. And it's just kind of what you experience for your own. And in this culture and in this world that we live in, it's hard because we don't really allow people to have their feelings a lot of the time. I guess kindergarten drop off is is one of the times when it's totally cool to have your emotions and nobody's going to bat an eye at you if you do. But Other than that, you can't really go out and explain to people your deep innermost feelings and emotions because they're going to think you're a little bit crazy. Oh, yeah. I mean, totally. And and when, I mean, it wasn't even until a few years ago that I started to get fully comfortable sharing my emotions. Like, I mean, me and you would share them together, but with like general people that I interacted with, most of the relationships I've had, especially with other men, it just wasn't a comfortable thing to talk about our feelings, to talk about emotion. And I think if we ignore that part of it today, then we're kind of missing something because I think there's something there as far as like the male female when you're talking about sharing emotion. Because it seems to me that if you're talking in general terms that females are far more comfortable sharing their emotions and are more in touch with their emotions and in tune than men seem to be. Mm -hmm. And not just sharing their emotions, but I think letting others experience their emotions with them as a witness too. Like I'm much more comfortable with somebody crying probably than Brandon would be. Would you agree, B? I just, men in general might have a harder time seeing somebody being emotional than a woman would. Well, it's interesting because that might be true, but I think it's easier for me, as you were saying that, to have a woman cry in front of me than a man. Like it would just feel like for me, Mm -hmm. I would feel a little bit more off guard 
because it's just not something generally that you see. Now, I mean, it can happen. It should happen. And we'll get into all of that. It can be difficult as a man to share that. In, in my experience, when you do share it, it's difficult because people kind of have that foreseen idea of how you'll show up. And so they're even more uncomfortable with the fact that you're trying to do that coming from the position of, of, of a man. I, I don't know. I, I, I know for me, when I started to open up, when I started to share, we've been super transparent on this podcast. So we don't need to go into all the details on it. But when I started to get more emotional and share with people, a lot of people were very receptive, but there was also a common trend of people that when you speak your emotions, right? You're not speaking from a logical place. You're speaking from an emotional place. You're speaking from how you're feeling in that moment from time to time. People put up a guard and they say, well, you're just being erratic. You're just being, you know, emotional. You're, you're they just say being, emotional. You're being too emotional. You're, you know, you're, you're taking it too personally. These are all things that we've all heard. And if you come at someone from a logical place, then they have a lot easier way of dealing with that. Because they're just, you know, those are hard facts or hard truths. But a lot of times we don't look at emotions the same way. And they are. They're our own truth. Like when you come out with your emotions, you're speaking the truth of how you're feeling. Many times what I think happens is you share how you're feeling and people tell you that you're being erratic or that's not how you, basically that's not how you should be feeling because I didn't do this, that, or the other. But it's not for them to determine because the truth of the matter is if you are feeling that way, if you do have that emotion, then no one else gets to tell you whether you should be feeling that way or not. And I think that's where we miss the mark. And if we can be completely honest here, it happens all the time with our kids because I think me and you are super in tune with our emotions. We're super in tune with how we're feeling. We're very clear with pretty much everyone on where we're at at any given time. Mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we hold some things back like we all do, but when it comes to our kids, I think because I have that attitude of being comfortable and being open that, yeah, I'm totally cool with them having their emotions, but in practice, that's not really true because, you know, our daughter starts having a breakdown about summer being over too soon and her needing to go back to school. And I'm like, stop being so sensitive. You know, you don't need to be that sensitive. You're and, and it's hard. There's a there's a there's a balancing act here, but I think foundationally that's where it comes from because we've all kind of heard this from, you know, childhood on where it's like, "Hey, yeah, it's okay to have emotion, but you know, there's a time and a place and ah, that's a little too much or, you know, we 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 put levels of what's okay to share." Yeah, I mean, especially like when you're talking from a parenting standpoint, there are things that we are definitely guilty of. I mean, probably not that one, like summer ending is, is a pretty legit one. But, you know, when your kids are just a little bit more, when they're having a hard time about something that's really silly and you're like, okay, you know, like somebody blinks at them the wrong way and they start crying and you're like, okay, I mean, I, I get you're having your feelings, but like, honestly, like that's a little bit much. And that's where it's kind of a struggle just as us personally as parents, because how, where's the, where's the line for that? Like, yes, it's okay for you to be upset. Yes, it's okay for you to have emotions. Also, please stop being so ridiculous. And that's like right. where our struggle is, because honestly, sometimes it literally, I mean, it literally is like he or she blinked at me wrong. And, you know, you guys laughed at an untimely time for me. Like it's, I mean, it's that, it's that insane sometimes in our home that it's like 
okay, yes, have all your feelings, but please, please, please just stop. Like, I can't handle this. And that's when, like, we accidentally will say stuff like, you're being too sensitive. And as somebody who grew up being that person who was too sensitive, I will tell you it it is hard because, you know, I was, I mean, probably even until my into my 20s or so, people would just still say to me, like, you're too sensitive. And I think now that I've gotten older and wiser, it's not that I'm less sensitive. I think I'm still pretty sensitive. But I think people have just learned that this is how I'm going to be. And you're not going to be able to change me. And I'm going to stand behind who I am and not let you tell me how I'm going to feel. So I think that it's more accepted for me personally now. But I mean, I remember even in the last decade, probably or so, many times where, you know, I was told that I was just being too sensitive. And for me, that's just another reason to shut down, but you have to fight past that. So it's really important to me for us as parents to be raising our kids in a way that tells them it's okay to feel things. And for me to try to do less of the you're being too sensitive, because I know exactly what that feels like. And it's not necessarily that, you know, you shouldn't be showing your emotion, but finding the line between like, how do you help your child through it? And also like telling them that it's okay to feel their feels. And also, you know, please stop complaining and crying about every little tiny thing in your life. Well, and one of the things you learned though, and you just kind of pointed to it is you have to learn to validate your own feelings. So you eventually got to an age where you validated them for yourself. And see, the issue is at when you're younger, when you, when this stuff gets planted in your brain, which is why we're talking about kids and, and being younger, when it gets planted in your brain, you don't really think about being able to validate it yourself. Like, hey, this is how I feel and it's okay for me to feel this way. You're looking for cues from your friends who are the same age. You're looking for cues from parents, teachers, coaches, whoever, and you don't know how to validate it yourself, but like you get to a point where you should be able to validate your own feelings and and know that it's okay to have a range of emotions. Look, if you feel the need to be upset some days, if you feel the need to cry, if you feel angry, if you feel any type of emotion, you have to recognize why you're having that emotion. And thinking back to what you were saying about our kids, yeah, it might be a small thing, but it's actually a window. Many times your emotions are a window into something else that's going on. Like if me and you are all of a sudden fighting about something silly, most of the time there's a deeper issue or a deeper thing that you've done, I've done, that we or we've assumed or, or thought that the other person did. There's, there's deeper issues, stress, environmental things that are going on that that emotion is coming out and it might come out in a silly way. Mm-hmm. But it's really shining a light more to something deeper that you should explore. But the problem is most of us, a lot of the time, live with the illusion that we should be happy all the time. You see things out, you know, positive vibes only, constantly doing this, constantly that. And we take that and say, okay, well, we always have to be happy. Constantly on social media, we're showing our happiest stuff. Like we're just, we're always inundated with things that are happy. And so we constantly feel like, well, we're on a vacation. We need to share this. We're doing this. We need to share this. And we always think like there's this illusion that you have to be happy all the time. And then what happens when you're not? And that's the problem. When you think you have to be happy all the time, then when you're not, then you fall into the cycle of depression and everything else because you're trying to understand why you're not happy. And then 
you're really stopping yourself from exploring what's actually going on underneath. Like, why are you having these emotions? Because you're stuck thinking, well, I'm just supposed to be happy. So that's just, that's just what I'm supposed to be doing, which y'all, I don't know if you've you know lived in this world for a little bit of time, but you, you can't be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. Like you do have a range of emotions, but what you're doing is you're just, you're blocking yourself and allowing yourself to explore what's actually going on with you by putting a stop and saying, well, I, I shouldn't be feeling this way. I can't be feeling this way. And I should just be happy. And the other thing we tend to do is tend to help others distract from their feelings, specifically for like a child, you'd be like, oh, well, you know, let's go get ice cream or like, try to, you know, different things. And we do it as adults too. Like you don't want your friend to be upset. So you're, you know, you try to do things to like get them out of their funk or you try yeah, like, to, Hey, let's go out tonight. Let's do this. Right. Let's, do that. let's go to a movie. Right. Or, you know, like with, with us in our marriage, like maybe we're not going to go out, but we're going to like, you know, just be extra happy to the other person. Like try to like manipulate them into being happy, like, like control them through our own behaviors and through our own suggestions and through our own plans and everything. And, you know, it's just, we don't have to distract other people from their feelings. Like they're allowed to go through them entirely and, and fully, and we don't have to make it easier or better for them. And, And by the way, we can't, we, but we shouldn't even really have to try because it's almost a disservice when you're not allowing somebody to have that because you're saying, hey, I don't believe that this is valid. And even if they are able to validate themselves, you're still giving them an informa- some information that's not. So it's harder for them to say it's okay. And the validation part aside, I mean, you just don't want to stop somebody from doing that because ultimately emotions are good. Emotions are healthy. Feelings and being able to express them matter. And if you are not allowed to, if you feel like you cannot do that, then you're just going to bottle them up inside. And that's not a good recipe. Well, and it just shines a light on the other person's discomfort with the fact that anyone has emotions. Right. Like what you were just saying, the reason we do that as people is because we're uncomfortable. Like, hey, if you're having some emotions, I'm a little bit uncomfortable. So let me deflect, distract, and get you to a better place, which by the way, it's no one's job to do that. Right. Like it's nice to try to do that, but in a lot of ways, it's way better to be able to sit with the emotion and look a little bit deeper. Because as you said, the other option is ignoring. And in my case, for a lot of my life, pressing down and down and down and then never healing from it. Because the more you press down your emotions and don't allow them to come out for fear of how other people will react or because other people might be a little bit uncomfortable in the moment, you're making yourself uncomfortable forever. Because you're not allowing yourself to set yourself free by sharing the emotions, letting it out, and seeing where it goes, seeing where it takes you. And it does take a lot of exploration to go out and look at that. I mean, I've been going through it for the last eight months. I'm pulling at threads to figure out why I was feeling that way. But I never get on the other side of that if I would have kept pressing it down and been afraid to share it with you or anyone else. Mm -hmm. And that's where I lived for a lot of my life. And I think if we're honest, that's where a lot of people live today. We're all sitting here. We all have emotions, but are you allowing yourself to have those emotions? Are you allowing yourself to sit in a little discomfort of being angry, of being upset? You know, it is, again, it's okay to sit in a time of being a little bit depressed. It's okay to sit in a little bit of time of sadness because that's going to give you, it's going to shine a light on more of what's going on because there's layers to all of us. But I think so many of us are blocking those layers and just 
stuffing through some happiness or allowing distractions of life or people to control how we're going to show up on any given day. And I think like we were just talking about, it's doing a big disservice to ourselves. It seems really easy in the moment, but a lot of times the things that seem really easy in the moment just to press down and put away actually cause you way more turmoil later. Mm, That's a good one. Yeah. I can totally see that that's happened to both of us many times, the pressing down and the not allowing, and then it just comes out in full force later. And it it would have been better just to deal with it when it was happening rather than letting it fester and come out in a kind of ugly, (laughs) an ugly and unpretty way. And of those moments you're thinking about, was it, didn't it seem easier in the moment just to press it down? Oh yeah. Like, yeah, let's just avoid, let's just deflect. And that's really what other people are trying to do for you too. Hey, let's just get your mind off of it. That's the things people say, but then you're not actually dealing with it. Mm -hmm. And then the the thing with life y'all is those things don't ever go away. The more you press down, deflect, and distract, the less that you're ever going to actually deal with anything real. And it's eventually going to come back. I'm sorry. I've seen it too many times in my own life to know. It will eventually come back around full circle, and it'll be much worse when it comes up again. Yeah, and you almost have to like rise above your upbringing if you were one of the ones that that grew up in a home that it was not okay to share your emotions, that you felt like you were told that you were being too sensitive if you did, or just people didn't straight up talk about them. Like it was just, we didn't talk about real things in our family or whatever the case may be. You have to really rise above that so that you don't continue to do that in your own life. And if you have kids in the lives of your kids, because again, I mean, there's so many reasons not to do it, like not to hold back those emotions, but it is hard to overcome it. If you've been spending, you know, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50 years of your life, pressing down your emotions, not sharing the things that you want to share because you're either uncomfortable doing it yourself or you're uncomfortable with how other people will be uncomfortable when you share them. That's the other thing to be conscious of. How are you showing up? Like you might want to be really clear and open with your emotions, but when someone else comes to you and they're open with theirs, are you receptive to that? Or are you trying to distract and deflect? Are you allowing them to sit in those emotions? Mm-hmm. Are you being a person that people can come to to share emotions? Because I'll be real. I've heard other couples be like, well, the man actually does finally open up with emotion and it's uncomfortable for the other person because they don't know what to do with it. And so they kind of like try to push it off. But in a way, it's good to let it flow out. It's, it's good to release. And I think that's one thing we have to learn is one, how we're showing up with other people and are we really living that out how we want you know, them to treat us, like treat us as you want to be treated. Are we living that out and are we allowing those motions to, to just roam free? And I think the more comfortable you get with that, the more enlightened you get about why you're feeling the way you're feeling and the more comfortable you get overall with sharing everything about yourself. Until next week, we love y'all. Thanks for listening to Growth Reframed. If you enjoyed this episode, please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. We would love to connect with you, so shoot us a DM on Instagram at Growth Reframed. We love y'all.